Hi, my friends, and welcome into today's episode of Forte Catholic, our first episode here in the new year. We're a little delayed today. It's been a crazy week. We're going to get into that a little bit. And this is our annual year in review, the state of the Forte, if you will. So today, um, it's just going to be me. A little bit of a different episode. No co-host today. Uh, probably a little shorter than normal. Uh, but essentially, we're going to be looking back on our last year. Uh, some of our best episodes, some of our favorite moments. Um, and the reason that we do this look to look back almost said look ahead which is literally the point is i'm always looking forward and it's hard for me to look back and to see the wins because i'm always every time we meet one goal i'm you know working towards the other one so i just think it's a healthy practice to look back on the past year as we move into this new year and see um all the good things that um that we all experienced together the good things that god did and the, um, just the cool moments that we all shared together um, so we're going to be looking at that, some of the just some of the greatest moments that we had. Uh, so if you've been listening to the show for uh, a few weeks now, a few months, or even uh, years, I think this will be a, a fun little retrospective to see uh, some of my other favorite, uh, favorite podcasts do this, where they look back at some of their funniest moments, their best moments. So that's what we're doing today. If you enjoy it, please hit subscribe. Uh, without further ado, here's our first episode of 2023. Enjoy. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. This is your home for Catholic comedy, entertainment, and faith, and we're glad that you joined us here today. Uh, as I mentioned in, the, in our little intro, it's been a weird week, so I always plan to just do this episode solo. This first episode of the year is the holidays, everybody's traveling, just kind of hard to, to pin down guests or co-hosts or that sort of thing. So I was like, look, let's just do the year in the view, review. Let's keep it simple especially because this week is going to be crazy because I was supposed to be traveling this week. And boy, none of that really panned out the way that I thought. So the week that I'm recording this is uh, the first week of the year. What's today? January 5th. All this week, uh, most of this week, I was supposed to be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, giving a talk uh, to like a, for like a youth ministry kickoff event for the year. And it was just, it was crazy. I know a lot of people have been having trouble with flights, and that's essentially what happened to me. I was supposed to fly out Tuesday, and then my Tuesday flights got uh, canceled because of a winter storm, so we rescheduled for Wednesday, and then my Wednesday flights got canceled because of the storm. The event actually ended up getting canceled because of the winter storm. So essentially, my whole week, I was supposed to be uh, doing my first event for, for the year. It's going to be all exciting, and it didn't happen. So I was like, okay, great. I have more time this week. But then I started feeling a little bit under the weather. And then uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show. But if you're a fan of sports, but really it became a human story. Monday Night Football, one of the one of the players got very, very injured, very scary moment. And that kind of just kind of threw me off, honestly, uh, the first couple days of the week where I couldn't really focus on anything else. I was just kind of constantly had uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family on my mind. Uh, and I know a lot of you have as well. I've been, I've been messaging a lot of you guys on social media because I've been sharing about it updates. He's doing a lot better. So, um, but yeah, it was just kind of kind of a weird week. And I kept saying, like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and do this. But uh, finally today, I finally got around. And I know a lot of people are kind of struggling with that. Like, it's getting back into work after taking some time off. Like, I struggle with time off, but I actually took time off this time and I really didn't do much work for about two weeks over the holidays and man it is so hard to get back into the swing of things so I guess the, the rest was good because now I don't want to do anything 
at all. But here I am on a Thursday night, right around my kid's bedtime, recording this week's podcast because that's the kind of week that it's been. So before we get into our year interview, I think it's, I think today is going to be quite a bit of fun to look back. I'm gonna we're gonna do our countdown of our top ten episodes of the year. Something new for our state of the forte this year is we're gonna be doing top ten moments. Like we share clips on. YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, like our little, you know, less than one minute clips. And I let you guys decide which, which was our top 10 moments. So I'm going to share the top 10 most viewed moments from the show, which I think will be fun. Um, so yeah, let's, but before we dive into all that, there were, there are two primary things. I already mentioned DeMar Hamlin and uh, Pope Benedict also passing away since we recorded our last episode. So um on the DeMar Hamlin note, uh, yeah, I just it's I'm sure you've all heard about it right now. Uh, player for the uh, Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football got hit, and it was just kind of this weird thing. His heart stopped. He stopped breathing. So like he he had to get CPR on the field. They were, they did CPR, got him got his heart moving again, got got him breathing again. Anyway, long story short, you've probably been following it. He went to the hospital. It's been a few days now. The good news is. He's um, he's awake. He's been able to communicate with his doctors and his family. Uh, he's still in critical condition. So please keep praying for him. He's recovering. But it was just a, a scary, scary moment. But um, it was also pretty cool to see the like the whole U.S., the whole world coming together to pray for this guy. Like prayer is not something that we typically hear about on ESPN and CNN and Fox and NBC. Like we don't typically hear about people asking for prayers and praying like there's there's a, a former quarterback uh dan or dan orlovsky who prayed on tv on espn so as scary and sad as it was and still kind of is we're still praying for his full recovery um it was really cool to see like the power of prayer people coming together uh to pray and to see um it was just kind of on either hand. It's like we saw the heartbreak of the players, but we also saw like the leadership and the love and care from, by the coaches to be able to, to, to take care of them. And the whole time I just, y'all know that I uh, coached at our local Catholic school and I was talking to one of my former athletes, one of my current coaches, I was talking to some of the other coaches that I work with. And it's just like, we just couldn't imagine that happening to one of our players. So please, uh, whether you've been praying or not already, please continue to keep uh, the Hamlin family and Damar in your prayers for uh, his healing. Also wanted to address the passing of uh, Pope Benedict XVI. You know, he was emeritus uh, whenever he was alive, and now uh, he's not emeritus anymore. He's just Pope Benedict uh, XVI. Uh, that man had meant so much to me. Uh, just his his commitment to uh, intellectual vigor within the church, like really is one of the things that made me want to work in ministry and to continue to learn theology and share and teach theology. Um, when I was an undergrad, I started as a uh, music industry major. And then after my my freshman year, I wanted to um, add another major, I double majored in religious studies. And one of the classes that I took in undergrad was called the writings of Pope Benedict Sixteenth. He was Pope at the time when I was in college and it was a class there was just three of us in the class it was just four religious studies majors like theology majors and uh it was with my favorite professor and the three of us read through like I, I think about a dozen of Pope Benedict's books over the course of the semester and it was it was really just kind of us coming together reading the books come together having a, a discussion with the four of us Going through his his theology, we read all of his books on on love, on hope, a lot of his papal encyclicals, some of the stuff that he wrote uh, whenever he was bishop, 
and just I, I remember that class so vividly and uh, reading some of the books. And I remember uh, I, I have this this image of I was at a retreat uh, where I was I was leading worship for a retreat in, in college. And so I had a bunch of free time during the day and I just went back to my cabin at the retreat center and I was reading uh, one of Pope France or one of uh, Pope Benedict's books. And, you know, most books, you just sit there and you you read however fast you read, you know, you read whatever couple pages a minute like whatever your reading pace is i'm a pretty slow reader that's why i do audiobooks but they didn't have audiobooks back when i was taking this class um maybe they had books on tape but not like audible you know what on your phone um but i remember reading it and like reading a paragraph and it being so dense and like talking to my heart it wasn't just like a a head thing like learning something where it was just like i had these encounters with god through these just a single paragraph that pope benedict would write and I would so I would read the paragraph I'm supposed to be reading this stuff for homework like for the class the next week and I just couldn't get through it not in a bad way that it was bad but it was so good that I would read a paragraph and I would like have to stop and respond to God in prayer and and just stop and think about it pray about it meditate on it uh just such a great leader he was so loving uh, he just I mean he I he will always be remembered um as one of the greatest theologians the church has ever had uh I remember professors in college saying that he's the best uh, theologian that the Catholic Church has had in at least 500 years. Uh, so um, he might not need it because he might be in heaven already. But uh, if you know, we we pray anyway uh, for the repose of Pope Benedict the 16th. And but also with somebody that close to sainthood, you can also ask for his intercessions. It's one of those things where we never know what's going on. So I'm going to do both just in case. Ask ask for his intercessions, uh, but also pray for him as well. Okay. So that's the, I just wanted to, to address those two things before we did our year in the review. So here we go. Uh, the whole reason that I want to do these highlights every single year is I'm constantly looking at the right now and the future. I'm constantly looking at like, okay, did our video today do better than yesterday? Did our, uh, are we growing on social media? Are we growing our reach? Are we reaching more people with, um, with everything that we're doing, trying to spread the, the joy of the gospel? Are we, is it working? You know, cause there's ups and downs. Sometimes things are going great. Sometimes they're not. So I'm constantly looking at what we're doing right now, how can we be better, and how can we improve in the future? And a lot of times when I look back, I'm like, man, if we would have just done this, it would have been better. Or, or oh, man, it's not growing like I wanted to. What if we had done this? Uh, but then I do something like I did today. Like I just, I just sat, uh, well, in multiple rooms to be honest. I was, I spent some time with the kids, and then I, they kept following me around the house, and I was trying to go through all of the stuff and find the stats and find all the, the moments from the past year that I want to share about, and. 2022 was a great year. <laughs> and here I was thinking, like, if I wouldn't have looked back, I would have looked at 2022 like it was, it was kind of disappointing. It wasn't all that, what I, that I wanted it to be. But then I looked back at, at all the stuff and preparing for this episode and like, there's a bunch of great stuff that happened in 2022. So, uh, you know, this isn't just a an exercise just for me to look back and feel better about myself, but it's also uh, an invitation for you to look back at your past year. What, what what were the things that maybe you missed? And looking at it as a whole and seeing like, yeah, there was some bad stuff that happened, but there's also some really good stuff that happened. Because I think a lot of us remember the negative, like uh, uh, kind of more easily comes to mind, but let's look back at the positive together. Uh, so it's a great year. Uh, fun. I had fun with all the hosts. And one of the things that I noticed in that I didn't notice had happened until I looked at it today. I did a live show in person with every co-host this year. 
I totally forgot. We did a live show in Chicago with John. So I did a live show in Chicago with John. Did a live show right here with Father Anthony because he came to town for our first men's retreat, which we'll talk about later. Um, I do every show here with Allison. Uh, I did a live show with Liv here and one at her house. Uh, and uh, she was a guest co-host at the time. And now she's a co-host on the show. Catherine Whitaker did a show right here. So I did a show in person with every one of my co-hosts this year. It's the first time that's ever happened, which is really exciting. Um, as we, we mentioned John and Catherine, you know, we said goodbye to John this year. Um, he's been a co-host on this show for four years, and you know he had to say goodbye, but we welcome Catherine Whitaker, who had been a guest co-host on the show multiple times before. Uh, I love her, trusted her, and I was like, look, let's do this thing. We're both really excited. We actually just recorded another episode at her house this week that will come out in a couple of weeks, so we're really excited to have Catherine on board, and we wish John all the best of luck. I love him. Um, we had, we, you know, if you've been listening to the show for years, you know that we used to have a ton of guests. We used to have a guest every single week and that was a lot of fun. But then once we got, uh, you know, we got a little bit more established and we got our co-hosts. It's like, I really like the conversations and the, and the, the, um, like the camaraderie and the, the friendship essentially than the love that I've built up with my co-hosts. So I just really enjoyed talking to them. So we don't have as much as many guests on the show, um, as we used to, but we did have, a few this year, when uh, highlighted primarily by, I mean, literally just last week, Aaron Weber being on the show is his fourth time uh, being on the show. He's he's always our uh, Christmas episode guest. He's so funny. I think there's the story that he shared last week about tr- trying to give money to a homeless person and do some charity, and it just turning into him accidentally funding a crime might be the funniest story that's ever been shared on the show. I, I loved it so much, and I, I've watched it a couple of times since, like, you know, making the clip and sharing the clip. I just think it's so funny. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that, too. I got some comments from you guys. Um, and then also, uh, a few months ago, we had Father Dave Dwyer on the show, and like I mentioned on that episode, he, I've looked up to him for years, and a lot of, like, my career was like kind of following in his footsteps. He's the host of Busted Halo. It's all about, it's a radio show on Sirius XM's The Catholic Channel, all about the joy of Catholicism. And, you know, like we're not perfect, but we're striving and we're trying to get better. Like literally he was a huge, huge influence on me and what I've chosen to do professionally. So being able to talk to him was really special. Um, Okay, let's look at a couple of stats. This year, we hit 250,000 downloads um, over the course of the podcast. So that's a quarter of a million people. And what's crazy, too, is we also hit 250,000 views on YouTube, which means that the podcast on YouTube has now met half a million people. It's just so, so, so exciting. That happened a few weeks ago, and I was just blown away by it. Okay, uh, let's get into the top 10 episodes of the year. We're going to count them down 10 to 1. I have them listed 1 through 10, so let's see if I can do this backwards correctly. So our 10th, number 10, the 10th most popular episode of 2022 was with Liv Harrison. Uh, So pay attention. I always like seeing who wins the year, like what co-host had the most in the top 10. Uh, Liv, uh, this episode was called Reminiscing, Lexio Divina, and Tragedy. So we, we talked about what I think is one of the most um, underappreciated. Do I say most underappreciated or least appreciated? Both are true, but I don't know which one's mo better. Uh, we talked about Lexio Divina, which I think is the, one of the most underappreciated prayers in the whole church. 
Um, we talked, um, we did some reminiscing, which is what we're doing right now. Uh, number nine was episode 282, and that was with Jonathan Bearded Blevins, Bearded Lene. Uh, we talked about redemptive suffering. Uh, we went through uh, something that we did twice this year. I did it with John, then I did it uh, a couple months ago with Allison, where we went through Jose. I'm looking for it. I think it's sitting right here. Oh, yeah, it's over there. I just can't reach it. Um, St. Jose Maria Escriva, uh, his book, The Way. Uh, it was influential for me in college, actually, whenever uh, I, I think I was in that Pope Benedict class at the time um, going through it. It's, it's really easy to read. It's one of my, like, my favorite uh, devotional books because it's like essentially just um, sayings, kind of like Proverbs, right? It's just like a, a sentence or two is uh, at a time and you pray with it. Uh, we went through that and tried to, to glean something from it. Uh, we talked also talked about uh, that redemptive suffering, which I think uh, you know that's what I look back on twenty twenty two as. But there's a lot of good highlights. Uh, number what are we on now? Ten nine number eight number eight uh, was Father Anthony. This was last year's first episode where we did the state of the forte, where we did what we're doing right now. We also had hot takes with JP. He came on. JP came on, and uh, he's an actual rocket scientist. He shared. Uh, some of his hot takes and me and Father Anthony had to decide if we agreed with them or not. And then Father Anthony also invented a game called What Child Is This For Me To Play And Look Stupid? Usually I come up with the games to make my co-host look stupid. He flipped the tables on me. Uh, next, we had number 278 with Jonathan Lene Bearded Blevins. Uh, we talked about auxiliary bishops. This is one of the good moments, how auxiliary bishops are just fake and made up and they're not a real thing. Um, we also talked about the worst dates that we ever went on. So if that sounds intriguing to you, check out episode 278 on YouTube, wherever you listen to fine podcasts. Number 283, I was surprised by this one because usually the top 10 are all with my co-hosts, which would make sense, right? Because they're on most of them. But we had a guest co-host this time. Old Nicholas Sharapa came on the show, guest co-hosted, Father Anthony's brother. Um, Nick is known for his spicy takes on Twitter, so we talked about some spicy takes. And we played our freestyle preaching game, uh, which he's great at because he's a youth minister. Uh, next, which one are we on? One, two, three, four, five. Number five is his brother, Father Anthony Sharapa. We played Catholic Mashup, which is a new game that we invented this year. We played it a couple times. Uh, we've only played it a couple times because it takes a lot of planning <laughs> by me. Uh, but this is essentially where I give them clues and we have to mash up people. So like with John, I gave clues about Lil John and clues about Jonathan Blevins. And he had to guess that the answer was Lil John Blevins. So I played that with John and with Anthony. It was one of our new games this year and I kind of forgot about it. And I'm will probably probably be playing it soon because I just remembered that we did that. Um, number four, another guest co-host at the time. Now she's a permanent co-host, Catherine Whitaker. We talked about my trip to LA where I got to see LeBron James in person. That was a highlight of the year. And we also played imitate, intercess, or ignore, which is another game that we played a lot of this year. What we have to play, it's Mary blank kill, but uh, with saints. So it's <laughs> imitate, intercede, intercess, or ignore. It's very fun. Uh, number three, Allison Sullivan. Uh, we also had a guest this day, Dr. Michael Dauphiné, and that's why I think it was number three, because he is a professor at Ave Maria. Uh, he's the chair of the theology department, and I think it was so popular because he shared it and the, the, like with the Ave Maria community. They loved the episode so much that it made it our third most popular episode of the year, but it was 
also did so well that they decided to start a podcast. The amount of guests that come on this show and start podcasts after is ridiculous. It's been happening for seven years, and this is the one that happened this year. Uh, Dr. Michael Dauphiné started a new podcast for the theology department at Ave Maria right after coming on the show. So I thought that was pretty funny. Number two is Father Anthony. Uh, we also had a guest this week. It was Holy Week, and we played our freestyle preaching game. But it, instead of it being me versus my co-host, it was Father Anthony versus Father Harrison Ayer, his co-host on the Clerically Speaking. Uh, so the two of them played together, and we're going to hear about that in our top 10 moments because it created one of our top 10 moments of the year. And number one, our top most downloaded, most listened to, most watched episode of the year was number 281. With Father Anthony Sharapa, we talked about uh, married priests and his thoughts as a non-married priest on married priests. And we also played a game that we only ever played once because I'm not sure if you guys loved it or hated it. But I guess if it was the number one episode, maybe we'll play it again. Uh, but we, it was called Read My Lips, where both of us plugged or you know, we took turns plugging our ears. And the other person had to explain something Catholic while the other person couldn't hear. And we just had to read their lips and try to guess what they were talking about. It was very fun for us, and we didn't know if it was going to be any fun for you guys, but literally just now I'm realizing that that was our number one episode of the year, so maybe we'll play that game again because you guys seemed to like it. So that was our top 10 episodes of the year. And every time we do this, it's obviously skewed towards like earlier in the year or the middle of the year because like that's how time works. Like people haven't Obviously, last week's episode isn't going to be up there because it takes time for people to listen to episodes and to bump those episodes into the top 10. Uh, so I never really know how to handle that when it comes to this end of the year stuff, but I just read the numbers and I tell you the top 10. So those are our top 10 episodes of the year. Now, we're going to get into our top 10 moments of the year. So th um, those a lot of you guys follow on social media at Forte Catholic on Twitter and on Facebook at Taylor Schroll on Instagram and TikTok. And TikTok was a new thing for us this year. Like really starting to push that out. Um, and also over on YouTube, like our little, these are our shorts, you know, shorts, reels. Uh, what are they called everywhere else? Shorts, reels, and TikToks. There you go. Uh, so these, you know, less than 60 second videos. And these are like the favorite moments, the moments that got, you know, thousands of views on, on our social media stuff. Number one was pretty recently. Uh, oh, these are in no particular order. I just looked at the top 10. I didn't feel like ordering them because I was tired and I just wanted to hit record before my kids go to sleep because it's eight o'clock and it's, uh, it's their bedtime. Uh, so we're almost done. <laughs> so, uh, some of my favorite moments, and I hope that you can smile listening to these if you listen to them throughout the year. Uh, one was Catherine Whitaker, where uh, we were talking about how he, she had, had been having a pretty rough past few weeks or months. Uh, and she was sharing on her Instagram how things were rough, and her husband on the same day was sharing that he was just going to the bar and golfing and having a great time. So that dichotomy was fun, and I, I guess people liked that. Um, the spousal humor. People liked that. Um, Allison Sullivan was on a lot of these, uh, either because some of, and I love this because she loves looking smart. Half of them are like her looking really smart, and the other half are like, maybe not her most shining moments like this one when Allison didn't know where Alaska was. She thought it was somewhere like over by Hawaii or something. <laughs> she went to Alaska this year and did not know where it was. Hilarious. Uh, Allison also spilled water on my toes during the episode, which I'm a professional. I tried to handle it, but it was very, very cold water. 
and I was just wearing socks. So like my foot was soaked. So that was another one of our one of our top moments. Um, our number one TikTok we've ever done was Allison and I doing our She-Hulk review, the, the show that came out this year on Disney Plus, and people had opinions about it, both very positive and very negative. And on TikTok, like every every video, I, I suck at TikTok. Every video that I do, like no matter what I post, 250 views, 250 views, 250 views. This one got like 58,000 or something because we were talking about, if you watch She-Hulk at all, you remember the conversation, it was all just about guys being angry about women accomplishing things on the internet. Like that's was the show and the outrage of the show essentially. And uh, those guys came and commented very hateful things, which made the video very popular because it was getting a lot of engagement. So it was just, the whole thing was ironic. It was our number one TikTok we've ever done. Um, we also had uh, Father Joseph Anthony Cress as a guest co-host this year. We talked about cancel culture. So a priest talking about cancel culture um, with a really cool background, by the way, it was one of our top videos. Uh, remember the whole Shia LaBeouf thing and him being on Bishop Barron? We talked about that. It was one of our top videos, top moments. Um, and then one of either, a lot of you guys are still coming at me about my um, playing of a certain video game called Cult of the Lamb that had some uh, cultish demonic influences on the game. We talked about whether or not I should have should have played the game uh, or not. Uh, but one of the videos was me on this show, talking with Father Anthony, and we were ending our conversation about Cult of the Lamb, and my camera, that if you're watching on YouTube, uh, <laughs> that I am pointing at right now and recording this on right now, shut off as I was saying that I liked Cult of the Lamb to wrap up the segment. Uh, so I think I think God gave us our answer through shutting off my camera, because that pretty much never happens. One of the other best moments was me talking about getting my AARP discount at hotels. I was 32 years old at the time. But AARP does not have an age limit, or if it does, it's way younger than I currently am because I have an AARP discount primarily to pay for my cell phone bill, but I also get discounts at hotels. And the, I was, was the video was me talking about checking into the hotel and the hotel lady just staring at me and being like, you shouldn't get this. So I had to pull out my AARP card and I got my discount. Uh, a couple more. Uh, Allison called me a big old fat smart ass. And then immediately tried to start taking it back. And I just asked her which one of those words she would like to take back. That was a great moment. And finally, I said that we'd mentioned this earlier. Our last of our top moments was Father Harrison Hare, who's you know on Clerically Speaking, co-host with Father Anthony, who's our co-host here. Uh, he is a Canadian priest. And he talked, he called a group of moose a flock of moose. A flock of moose, which is just one of the greatest things ever said on this show, one of our top moments of the year. Okay, so to finish out the rest of the show, we're talking a little bit about YouTube, some of our events, and then um, our friend Jennifer, Jennifer Fullweiler always has her word of the year generator and saint of the year generator. I'm going to do that live here on the show, and then we're going to do something that we don't usually do on the show. We're going to pray. We're going to close the show in prayer today. Okay, so um, over on YouTube, the show continues to grow. I mentioned earlier that we hit 250,000 views. Most of those are on those short videos. Uh, it's absolutely blowing up. We added a whole new series this year called our Catholic Foundation Series. I talked about it a lot throughout the year, so you've probably heard of it. Uh, but if you haven't checked it out yet, essentially what this is, is a new ministry that I started at our, at our parish here, uh, where about 20, 25 of us gather at um, this incredible house by, owned by a couple of our parishioners. And it's um, essentially like a getting back to basics of Catholicism, like the 10 things that, ca that Catholics really need to know. So we've got about a 30-minute talk 
And then at the event, we do small group discussion and prayer and that sort of thing. But on YouTube, it's mostly just talk. Um, so it's, I think it's a great playlist for people who are like maybe interested in Catholicism. Like I know a lot of people with the Bible and the or, uh, catechism in a year, like being the number one podcast in the world right now, a lot of people are interested in Catholicism. So if you have something that you want to share with somebody um, who's interested in Catholicism, like, yeah, catechism in a year is great. I'm working with them. I love it. It's 365 days. If you want something that might be a little bit more bite-sized, we've got our 10-week series, Catholic Foundations, on our YouTube channel. So we started that. Uh, we also continued our Catholic Perspective series as I've been able to, um, we've continued to bring um, my buddy Nate onto the staff. He's, he took on some more and more work of the editing work for me this year. So I was able to focus on creating some more content. So like on our Catholic Perspective series, that's where we look at some of our favorite movies, uh, video games, TV shows, and look at it through a Catholic worldview and see uh, what, what is true, good, and beautiful that we can um, take out of these shows and movies. So we got a bunch of those this year. We did, uh, like I mentioned, uh, She-Hulk. We did uh, Star Wars Andor. We did um, uh, a bunch of the Disney movies that came out. So uh, we also did a whole series with Tiwa Tolkien about um, the Lord of the Rings movies as we moved into uh, the Rings of Power. So check that out. That's our Catholic Perspective series. We've also got some music uh, that we released. And this is the new home. Uh, our YouTube channel is the new home for the Sinner Saint Sister podcast, which is Allison Sullivan's podcast, uh, primarily geared towards Christian women. So if you're a lady listening to the show and you haven't checked out Allison's podcast yet, we're in the middle of producing a season for her right now. So go check that out on um, Forte Catholic YouTube channel or wherever you listen to podcasts, Sinner Saint Sister. Um, it, it's interesting, too, because like one of the one of the reasons like I, I mentioned earlier that like this week was kind of hard because the first event that I was supposed to do this year um, got canceled. It just it just kind of it, it sucked Like because I was all excited about this year. This year seemed to have a little bit more um, traction towards events. So. Before COVID, I was speaking and leading worship at like 40 or 50 events a year. And then COVID happened and I did zero. And then the next year, maybe I did two or three. And last year, I did about 10, right? So it's like, but it's just like, it just feels like all the traction was gone. All the growth was gone, right? But then I looked back at the events from this year. And again, looking back was like, there's a lot of really cool stuff that happened. Highlighted by, we had our first and second Forte Catholic men's retreats that we've ever done out at a beautiful ranch in central Texas. Um, and just some beautiful times with, with those guys at those retreats, some really cool moments of prayer, rest, relaxation, bonding, friendship, just, just so much fun. Uh, we've actually got one coming up here in Louisiana in a few weeks. So if you're listening to this and you're still listening, it means you uh, might like me. So if you're a guy that wants to go on a retreat in a few weeks, uh, just DM me and we'll see if we can work it out. Um, I also, we also, we didn't do it because it's coming up soon, but we announced our first ever Forte Catholic pilgrimage where we're going to Italy this year in 2023 um, in late June. So if you want to do that, ForteCatholic.com slash travel. Um, also, I went to Seattle twice. I went to Los Angeles. Um, both of those were to lead retreats and youth, youth nights. Uh, did a youth rally in Kansas, Beaumont. Uh, um, did a, a retreat in St. Louis. Did a parish mission in Oklahoma. So I look back at this year and it's like, I don't, I don't think I remembered that all of that stuff was this past year. Like I remember doing the events and loving them and having a great time, but that was, there was just a lot more good last year than I remember. So I just think this was a healthy process for me. I hope you're enjoying it. If you're still watching, listening, um, 
you know, and the, the most of the work that that we do is is behind the scenes, is editing and producing um, audio and video for other creators, um, which most highlighted by like I'm cheating a little bit because this didn't happen in 2022, but I did a lot of the work in 2022 it was the catechism of the year. Like if you're listening to this, you know that it is it is as I'm recording this, it's on Thursday night uh, on the 5th. The Catechism of the Year has been the number one podcast in the world for the last five days, and I'm one of the four editors on it. Like, that still hasn't set in yet. I'm editing the number one podcast in the world. Like, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable, and that's, that's work that I've been doing uh, since about August or September. We've been working on it to prep for, um, for this week. It's just absolutely incredible. And, that, that's, and then that's in addition to the other 20 shows that we've worked with this year, the other 20 po- uh, Catholic podcasters, um, YouTube creators that we've worked with this year, millions of people have heard the work that that me and Nate have edited this year. Just really, really special and really puts it into perspective when I look back at it. And uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for Catechism of the Year to really set in for me. Okay, let's pull up this Word of the Year generator. And that's how we're going to close the show is with the Word of the Year generator right here by Jen Fulweiler. Okay. I'm doing it live. I haven't done this at all. Let's do this. Show me my word. Rain. As in R-E-I-G-N. Not like it's just going to rain on me the whole time. Rain is my word. I like that. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. So uh, I love how I just realized that immediately I made that about me and like maybe maybe it means that it should let God rain in my life this year. <laughs> oh, that's great. I made it all about me. So rain is a drama. From 2013. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the definition of reign. To hold royal office, rule as a king or queen. I hope by the end of the year, I am a sovereign ruler. Okay, let's look at the saint of the year. Saint of the year generator by Jen Fulweiler. All I'm doing is Googling those two things. So if you want to check it out. Oh, boy. I've never heard of this saint, but the patronage is interesting. St. Catherine of Genoa. Her feast day is September 15th. You're going to like this. The patronage. Against adultery. I am against adultery. But it's just kind of a weird thing for to be the focus for my year. Uh, honey, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, I shouldn't. Don't worry about it. Against temptation. Well, I'm not. I've got to be tempted and probably fall. Uh, sorry. Uh, brides. The patron said of brides. That applies to me for sure. Childless people. Not, not me. Difficult marriages. I'm the difficulty in my marriage. Uh, people ridiculed for their piety. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jen. Your, your, uh, your, your little thing here might be broken. People ridiculed for their piety. Nobody's ever ridiculed me for my piety. It's maybe my lack thereof. Uh, victims of unfaithfulness and widows. I hope I don't die this year. Oh no. What if that's what rain means is I'm going to see God this year and my wife's going to be a widow. She can't die. That would be terrible. This didn't go as I planned. This is the problem with doing it live and not doing what most of you guys do and just hit refresh over and over again to get uh, (laughs) a new word and a new saint. But rain and St. Catherine of Genoa apparently are my word and saint of the year. So I've got nothing else to say. So we're going to do something we never do on on the show. Um, I want to 
end where we begin. And I want to pray for uh, the repose of the soul of Pope Benedict XVI, the man that I loved, and uh, for the continued heal- healing of Damar Hamlin. So I'm going to take my hat off. If you'd like to pray with me in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this year. I thank you for this um, for this podcast and this ministry that um, you have allowed me to be a part of. And I, I just thank you for all the good things that you have done uh, in 2022, in my life, in this show, in, in the lives of, of our co-hosts, our guests, and our listeners. I ask that you just continue to bless us. I want to lift up especially um, the soul of Pope Benedict XVI. He meant so much to our world, to our church. We thank you for um, for sharing him with us, for the impact that he had on on all of us, especially um, in his call to um, help us to grow in, in in the intellectual side of our faith. Also, want to lift up Demar Hamlin for his continued healing. I want to thank you for the um, the miraculous healing he has had over the last few days. I want to thank you for the um, for the doctors that have um, just worked tirelessly for his healing. Uh, we just want to pray for the whole situation. God, everybody involved, for the players, the coaches, the um, the staffs, his friends, his family. Uh, I just thank you for the outpouring of prayer that um, and generosity um, towards him that um, that you have shown and that the community has shown. And we just ask that um, you continue to heal him and bring him to a swift recovery. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to close with um, my two favorite quotes from Pope Benedict XVI. I share at least one of these in almost every talk that I give whenever I travel to go speak. Um, and one of them is um, the happiness um, that you seek, the happiness that you have a right to enjoy has a face and a name. It's Jesus of Nazareth. Just like we're, we're built for happiness. We're built for heaven. Um, and the happiness that we all want, we're only ever going to find in Jesus. Man, I say it all the time. It's like about to bring me to tears just because uh, he died. Man. Um, which made me forget the second one. I say it all the time and I forgot because I'm about to cry. Okay. Uh, the, the last one is, um, about comfort, man. I have these memorized and dude, it's just been, it's just been an emotional week. It's been an emotional week. Um, man, he said, the world promises you comfort but you are not meant for comfort. You are meant for greatness. So we have to push through the times that are uncomfortable um, and continue to seek God when things are good, bad, or everywhere in between. So thank you guys for watching, listening to this. Uh, Please continue to keep uh, those two people, especially in your prayers. Pray for me, pray for our co-hosts, pray for our ministry. Uh, We we love you guys so much. We thank you for rocking with us in all of 2022, and we can't wait for the rest of 2023. I'll be back next week. See ya! Thank you guys for watching and listening today. I really appreciate it. Um, if you are still listening, it means that you really like us. So uh, hit subscribe um, wherever you are listening on podcasts um, and over on youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. If you haven't subscribed, checked out um, everything we have going on there. As I mentioned earlier in the show, not only uh, the sh- this show used to be the only thing we have on YouTube. Now we have talks and our teaching series and uh, Allison's show and a Catholic perspective series that is only on YouTube. So check that out. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. Also, I plead for you. Uh, we are a little, little under budget as we move into 2023. We could use your financial support. If you want to support the work that we are doing um, in creating the content, creating podcasts, um, helping other creators create their their podcast, YouTube stuff, um, stuff like Catechism Year and Pints with Jack and Sinner Saint Sister and Forte Catholic and all, all these other shows. 
Um, if you want to support the work that we're doing, we could really use your financial support. ForteCatholic.com slash donate. That's how you do that. Uh, we are really, really in need of monthly supporters just to help us to continue to meet our budget as prices for everything uh, go up, as you are well aware of. Uh, ForteCatholic.com slash donate. You can set up a monthly donation. 25 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, like whatever whatever you have. If you're looking for somewhere to, to tithe, to donate this year, we are a, a Catholic nonprofit, 501c3. Everything that you give is tax deductible. We would just really appreciate your support. Thank you, guys. God bless. Love you. We'll see you soon.